And good morning. I'm Gary Randall. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's Wednesday, February the 8th, 2023, in the year of our Lord. On February 8th, 1587, Mary, Queen of Scots, was beheaded in England after she was implicated in a plot to murder her cousin, Queen Elizabeth I. Today, in 1693, a charter was granted for the College of William and Mary in Williamsburg in Virginia Colony. Today, in 1910, the Boy Scouts of America was incorporated. They ended sadly. Oh, they're still flailing around, but they have girls and homosexuals leading the boys' groups, and it's pathetic. Sad. Today, in 1922, President Warren G. Harding had a radio installed in the White House. Today, in 1924, the first execution by gas in the United States took place at the Nevada State Prison, Carson City. G. John, a Chinese immigrant convicted of murder, was put to death by gas. Today, in 1952, Queen Elizabeth II proclaimed her accession to the British throne following the death of her father, King George VI. Today, in 1960, work began on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, located on Hollywood Boulevard and Vine Street in Los Angeles. And today, in 1971, NASDAQ, the world's first electronic stock exchange, held its first trading day. A lot of anxiety in our country today. We see it on every front. We see it among leaders. We see it among the people, the folks, we the people. Even among Christians, there's a concern. Sometimes there's a lack of patience in all of us. We want things to change, and we want it to change now. Psalm 40, verse 1 says, I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined unto me and heard my cry. God will always hear our cry. He hears the prayers of his people. But sometimes we have to wait patiently as he inclines unto us. The Bible is full of scripture that tells us to be patient. But they that wait upon the Lord, how many of you have memorized this verse? But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Psalm 20, 27, verse 14 says, Wait upon the Lord. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. There's much more, but my point on this is simply that sometimes when we want things to happen, we work, and we should. We're called to be laborers, co-laborers with God. But we work hard and we think, man, there's no result. You know, what what's happening? Lord, are you hearing our prayers and are you seeing the work that we do as we co-labor with you? Yes to both of those. He does hear our prayers and he does know that we're working together for his, for his purposes and his good. And sometimes there's a waiting period before certain things happen. In fact, almost always now that I'm, well, I, I, I have said that I'm over 40, and that's true. I've seen enough in my life 
to actually begin to realize that sometimes things take a little longer than I would expect them or want them to. Patience is a virtue and is for the godly, not necessarily for those who do not know him. I want to talk to you a little bit this morning about an alien president versus a nation's youngest governor. Yeah, they both spoke to the nation last night. The president, of course, got wildly more coverage than the young governor did. But President Biden delivered his State of the Union address last night to a country where his own political party wants him gone. According to several polls out this week, not a month ago, this week, just within days, his party doesn't want him to run. They don't want him to lead because they don't think he's doing a good job. Following the president's slurred speech last night, the nation's youngest governor delivered the Republican Party's response. Oh, well, the stations didn't carry her, but I wish they would have. She did a fantastic job. On the one hand, we had an 80-year-old cognitively impaired president, the oldest president in our nation's history. And I know we all age. Someday I'll age, and so will you. We all age. We understand that, but we're not all president of the United States either. But he made what sounded like his plea for another four years in the most powerful office in the world. On the other hand, 40-year-old Sarah Huckabee Sanders, yes, Mike Huckabee's daughter and former press secretary for President Trump, she's the youngest governor now that she's been elected as governor of Arkansas. She's the youngest governor in the country. She gave the Republican response. If that's the kind of leadership Kevin McCarthy is going to give the Republican Party, I say, amen and God bless you. I had some questions about him and his leadership, actually, when all of the to-do was going on about who would be Speaker of the House. But if this is an indication of where he's going with his leadership, that's really encouraging to me personally. But as the president spoke last night, he did his best against the backdrop of an Associated Press uh, and North Center poll that shows that 37% of Democrats want the 80-year-old to seek a second term. Have you ever wondered why or how that many Democrats would not want him whom they elected? They knew how old he was and they knew he was cognitively impaired because we could see it. So why would so many now all of a sudden, I mean, nothing has changed. It's gotten worse, but it hasn't changed. Uh, Christian Adams He's a, a guy, he's with a public, it's called Public Interest Legal Foundation. I don't know a lot about it, but I see it quoted quite often. He says that th- what you're seeing in these polls is that the hardcore progressives are the ones that want Biden off the 2024 presidential t- ticket. Why? Because, he says, because Biden is too moderate in their eyes. Now, that might sound crazy to Republicans and conservatives, and it sounds a little strange to me, to be honest with you. But this guy, this this Adam, says it's true. He said they want a hardcore progressive to lead the party. Bernie Sanders or to the left of Bernie Sanders. That's what they want. And there are enough of them. Elizabeth Warren, I think she would love to be the president of the United States, and then she could retire to her to her teepee somewhere, but 
that's what is being reflected in these polls. The hardcore progressives want more, not less, of this far-left insanity. That's where you get 31% of Democrats, the Democrat-leaning independents, want Joe Biden. Only 31% of his own party. But he made his case last night. He spoke last night. He did his best against this backdrop. Figure is down from 52% in a poll done last year. Way down. I mentioned these polls yesterday on this program. We saw them in front of us and in front of the nation last night. We saw the results. We saw why people are voting like they vote, absent the fact that there is a, a large group of people within the Democratic Party who want the president to be further to the left. Following President Biden's speech last night, though, Representative Nancy Pelosi told CNN, she said, Nancy Pelosi, the one who tore up in front of the world on live television, Donald Trump's, President Donald Trump's speech. Following President Biden's speech last night, Pelosi said, quote, President Joe Biden showed the energy, the empathy, the hopefulness of a presidential candidate. I would suggest that we probably don't want to elect her either. I mean, this is unbelievable. Pelosi said, quote, Joe Biden is a person of vision, knowledge, judgment, strategic thinking to get the job done. It was a remarkable two years, a remarkable two years. And again, I'm quoting her. And again, he connects very empathetically with the people. So I hope he runs. I'm for him if he runs. And I know that Democrats will fully embrace him. Well, they won't, and they're not. But this co-anchor, Abby Phillip, on CNN said, do you think that there will be any Democrats to jump in to try to challenge Joe Biden on his generational argument? Pelosi said, no, I don't. I think that you have to weigh all the equities. Yes, the age issue is something that we all have to contend with in every line of work. Well, that is true. But I do think that the fact is that weighing the equities, I'm quoting Nancy Pelosi, This is a president with 12 million jobs and all of the things that he has done. He has a record unmatched by any recent president. (laughs) Maybe, she said, Franklin Roosevelt. Do you think she really believes that? And if she does, you know, Speaker of the House, she is no longer that. But for many years, she's been third in line or second in line after the vice president to the presidency should some catastrophe happen. She says, quote, he made progress. He gave us hope. He made it clear we have much more to get done. We do not finish. We did not finish our job. But we really went down the path in a way that demonstrated that he is a president with great judgment. I think it was a triumph for him, for the country, and certainly for the Democrats. People were so excited about his presentation tonight. Not really, Only 31% of Democrats and Democrat-leaning independents, I will state again, were excited last night. It was one more illustration of the blind leading the blind. Jesus talked about that in the New Testament. Jesus said, when the blind lead the blind, they both fall into the ditch. I think that's where America is today. The blind is leading the blind. 
But last night, just for a moment, we saw a light in the darkness. The contrast between an 80-year-old who has spent his entire adult life as a politician on a politician's salary, he's now a multi-multi-multi-millionaire. I don't know how that happens. Yes, I do. And so do you. He's now unable to speak fluently. We saw a rising 40-year-old conservative Christian woman who is now the youngest governor in the country. It was breathtaking. It moved me. It moved the millions that saw her. What America needs, what Republicans are offering, is a return to common sense and a commitment to the ideals that made America the land of the free and the home of the brave. Sarah Huckabee Sanders said last night. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, he tapped Sanders as he made the decision. 40 years old. He said, you're the one to lead the response. He noted that she was the youngest governor in the country, the daughter of former Arkansas governor and presidential candidate Mike Huckabee. McCarthy said earlier this week, he said she is a servant leader of true determination and conviction. I'm thrilled Sarah will share her extraordinary story and bold vision for a better America on Tuesday, which she did last night. Everyone, including President Biden, McCarthy said, should listen carefully. This is true. I would encourage you to watch her speech. If you didn't see her speech, how many of you saw her speech? Oh, I see hands. Um, If you didn't see her speech, I put it on our website. Just go to faithandfreedom.us. That's our website. And be sure it's .us because there's other websites that are faith. Everybody's, well, not every, a lot of people are using faith and freedom now. And honestly, when we started using that phrase, we couldn't. Um, we couldn't register it for exclusive use because of faith and freedom. But we found a couple of people that were using it in a local situation when we started using it back in 2004, I think it was. Um, and, I, man, everybody's using it. I mean, I, I say this humbly, but I'm flattered, but it gets a little confusing. Sometimes they think that I'm Ralph Reed and we're Christian Coalition and Faith and Freedom Coalition. And and um, other times there's a Muslim website that's Faith and Freedom. Anyway, be sure you go to faithandfreedom.us, not .com. Anyway, go to that. You'll see a, an article about some of the things I'm talking about today. It's, it's titled Alien President versus Nation's Youngest Governor. If you go on our website today, that's what we'll... The first thing you'll see that that'll come up and in that embedded in that article is the video her speech last night was about 14 minutes and some seconds just short of 15 minutes it's worth the time i know you're busy and everybody has more to do than you know we get done every day probably but i would take a look at that if i were you and i would i would just take a deep breath get a cup of coffee a nice cup of coffee and and just listen to her and watch that watch her presentation. I think it's honoring to Christians. She is deeply committed to the Lord. Her father is, I think we all know him, at least professionally know him. Um, She's just a terrific woman. And men, what she said rang a bell. I saw Dana Perino on Fox last night after that speech. Fox aired them. Uh, Some of the networks didn't air her. Uh, they should have, but they didn't. I think I'm not. I'm not sure who did. I don't want to get into that. A, a couple. A couple of outlets did air her. Fox did, 
and most did not, but still millions would have seen her. But Dana Perino said after watching that she was the press secretary for George W. Bush. She said, man, I was moved to tears a couple of times as I was listening. She said I was just, it was just joyful tears. Well, it, it is because she's real. And she's grown up in a real home with a guy who lives the life that he proclaims publicly. Mike Huckabee probably is not a personal, not a perfect person, but he is, he's authentic and he is what he is. And she grew up in that environment and you see that reflected as she stands up in front of whomever was watching last night and says what she says, and it was very, very good. So I would encourage you to watch that speech, and that's why we put it in this article that we published today. We publish an article every day and every weekday, and it's widely read. It, it read all, really all over the country. We get responses from different places and a number of different countries, foreign countries, and I, I'm not sure why people there. Maybe they're Americans that are living there. I'm not sure, but it's pretty widely read, so I would encourage you to check that out. But anyway... Anyway, Pelosi said Joe Biden is a person of vision, knowledge, judgment, strategic thinking to get the job done. She said, I hope he runs. I'm for him if he runs. I know that the Democrats will fully embrace him. And no, no, they won't. They won't fully embrace him. What America needs, what Republicans are offering is a return to common sense and commitment to the ideals that made America the land of the free and the home of the brave. Again, I repeat, Sanders said that last night. That's where her speech went. It's true. It's true. We must be informed. We must know what's happening in our country today. Despite being in office just a few weeks the Arkansas Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders is no stranger to the limelight. Her rising star shined bright on Tuesday night during her Republican rebuttal to President Biden's second State of the Union address. She's the youngest governor in America. She began her speech talking about her experiences as a mother that left her not believing much of anything I heard tonight from President Biden. <laughs> she said, none of it, none of it really connects with me. She reiterated that America is the greatest country in the world the world has ever known because it is the freest ever known. She affirmed that belief that the government exists not to rule the people, but to serve the people. She contrasted herself with President Biden. She said, at 40, I'm the youngest governor in the country. At 80, he's the oldest president in American history. She said, I'm not the first woman to lead my state. She said, I am the first woman to lead my state. He's the first man to surrender his presidency to a woke mob that can't even tell tell you what a woman is. That, too, is very true. That's what we are seeing in America today. It is not a, it is not a conflict between Republicans and Democrats. It's not even between left and right. It's beyond that. She blasted Biden and the radical left for its vision for America's that taxes you and lights your hard-earned money on fire. She said, while you get crushed with high gas prices, empty grocery shelves, and our children are taught to hate one another on account of their race, but not to love one another or our great country. 
she didn't let the Democrats off the hook at any point in her speech. She said whether Joe Biden believes it this madness or is simply too weak to resist it, his administration has been completely hijacked by the radical left. She said the dividing line in America is no longer between right or left. The choice is between normal or crazy. She's right. Her fledgling administration, she's only been in office for a few weeks. She's acted swiftly to roll back woke policy starting on day one in her state. Sanders contrasted the freedom of thought and of conscience championed by Republicans with the left's intolerance that requires Americans to partake in their rituals, I'm quoting her, to partake in their rituals, salute their flags, and worship their false idols. All while big government colludes with big tech to strip away the most American thing there is, your freedom of speech. She said the Biden administration seems more interested in woke fantasies than the hard reality Americans face every day. She explained that most Americans simply want to live their lives in freedom and peace, but we are under attack in a left-wing culture war that we didn't start and never wanted to fight. Absolutely true. She said that's not normal. She said, speaking for Republicans and countless Americans, she says, that's not normal. It's crazy and it's wrong. Thank God that there's someone in a prominent political role that has the ability to and is willing to stand up and say things like that. It's true. All of this stuff that is going on in America, and we're treating it as though it's like legit. It's crazy. We have our little kids running around in the halls of so-called schools, public education, looking at their belly button and talking to one another and trying to decide, am I a girl or I'm a boy? Well, I think I'm a girl. Well, don't tell your mother, the school says. Don't tell your father. This will take care of you. We'll make a safe space for you, and on and on and on. It is crazy. We have lost our minds because we have turned away from God. And I think Sarah Huckabee Sanders knows that. I think she's a godly woman from everything I've seen. And certainly her father is a godly man and her mother. She laid out what she and her party, the Republicans, offer as a contrast to Biden and the Democrats. Sanders explained that the Republicans believe in an America where strong families thrive in safe communities, where jobs are abundant and paychecks are rising, where the freedom where the freedom our veterans shed their blood to defend is the birthright of every man, woman, and child. Biden, on the other hand, she said, and I quote, has made America less safe. Beyond our border, from Afghanistan to Ukraine, from North Korea to Iran, President Biden's weakness puts our nation and the world at risk, she said. The president's refusal to stand up to China, our most formidable adversary, is dangerous and unacceptable. The current president, she said, is simply unfit to serve as commander-in-chief. Wow. It's too bad that this is so outstanding that someone in her position would say such things and tell the truth, but she did. I think she'll continue to. She said, this is our moment. This is our opportunity. 
She said, a new generation is born in the waning decades of the last century, shaped by economic booms and stock market busts. Forged by the triumph of the Cold War and the tragedy of 9-11, a generation brimming with passion and new ideas to solve age-old problems, a generation moored to our deepest values and our oldest traditions, yet unafraid to challenge the present order and find a better way forward. This is the new generation of conservative Christians that are growing up, and some of them are feeling called to politics, and I applaud them. I always was ready to get into politics, but the Lord did not call me to that. He called me to this, to be a preacher and a pastor, and now to do this radio program. But he is calling young people across the country to lead our nation, to lead their state, to lead their community, to office. No, we're not trying to make a theocracy out of America. It should not be. It never was intended to be. But we are calling for people, young people, who will stand up and we are praying for those who do, and there's a growing number of them that are. We're praying for them, that God will enable them, the Holy Spirit will empower them to lead America, not in some crazy, far-left, cult-like way, but to lead us back to the founding principles of this nation, because the founding principles are eternal principles. They're God's Word. This nation was built, was founded. Our founding documents were framed around the Word of God, the truth of God's Word. And we have seen the result of that. Our nation prospered, was free. We have the most free nation, the most prosperous nation in the history of the world. There's no place on this planet where thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people are trying to illegally break through the borders and get into the country. There is no other country like this. There are countries where people are trying to get out, and sometimes they are put in fenced-in areas so they can't get away. But there's nowhere that people are trying to break into the country illegally, except in America. That's the blessing of God. People like Sarah Huckabee Sanders is building a political career on those principles. We need to pray for her and others like her and thank God for her and her voice and what she shared with America last night. Hey, thanks for being with me today. It's always a privilege and a pleasure, personally. I feel the Lord has led me to do this, and um, I've prayed that God would speak to hearts and cause people to support it so we can continue to do what we feel God has called us to do, and you do, and I thank you for that. Thank you for standing with us as we expand into New Mexico. And thank you for standing with us in your area each each month. Our address is Box 399, Bellevue, Washington, 98009. Thanks for your support. Thanks for being here today. I'll see you tomorrow.